to play league or something. Like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, in the middle of the damn day, Richie's like, all right. It's like, uh, Zach Hughes and Jesus came over and they kidnapped me. We're on our way to Tyler. <laughs> I was like, damn. Before we start, I'm going to use the bathroom. Might as fucking well. Yeah. I'm just going to use the bathroom here. Yeah, me too. That's I think the whole pod is just going to be us in the bathroom taking a group piss. You don't mind if I play some uh, drink balance games podcast right now? <laughs> I know I don't care. Do it. Do what you want. Do you don't you mind want. if I play Minecraft while we're doing this podcast, right? <laughs> Richie's going to be grinding for mouse. No, no, no. I already did my grind for right now. Anything good? Any good drops? Uh, I got one mount today, but... Pretty Tell cool. me how I logged in to, and I had like five world quests and broken shores, so I did them. I was like, oh, I'll get those uh, supplies to upgrade, like the towers or whatever, the buildings. So I do them, and then right after I do them, I get like a quest, like part of the Legion Fall campaign to do world quests, so they didn't count towards it. <laughs> so you gotta make sure you check your quests before you do world quests. It's like that for, like, all the newer expansions. This is, like, the second time it's, like, had a quest where it's, like, just do world quest. I didn't think it would give me another one. Those are dailies. You get one every day. One song that was pretty good, in my opinion. Uh, he's, I think he's improved a lot. His, uh, and then Clay, Clay's like always been like really good at like guitar, like electric guitar. And I guess they started like, uh, they started doing gigs together. Nice. Is the music scene like? good out there like for that sort of stuff I mean yeah he gets he does shows in like Dallas where was it at it was in Tyler at a place that I I didn't really care for it's not the Silver Saloon uh, Silver Saloon's <laughs> actually oh, like a real jazz it's real no it's like a big place like yeah, it is. big big like performers play there I played two jazz concerts there um, Blake Shelton plays there weekly. It was like a, it was like a, it, I don't really care for the bar, but it was a place called, uh, the Republican Ice House. I don't know. I've never even seen it before, but it's like a n- nicer new building. I always knew you were left-leaning, but now I just, you got uh, uh, It was the Republic Ice House. Was it Republican Ice House? <laughs> Did you ever get your, uh, what was it, sweatshirt back? Oh, apparently I didn't leave it there, so that was good. I was, I was, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay my tab, so. I was like, you know, I might just have to just say fuck it to that. Oof. It was probably like a, could have been a $60 tab. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to pay that. I need to humble brag, Richie. 
I don't know if that's a humble brag. $60. It's kind of Kind of embarrassing that I was, wasn't very, willing uh, to pay six bucks. Very Republican of that bar to not call in your debts. They were pretty dumb for not taking my card when I offered it when I opened my tab. Well, actually, maybe they are. They, they deserve their name. Yeah. What? What? They're like we'll get you later. Don't worry. We trust. Don't worry. You. Like a trustworthy guy. No. Oh boy, did that like, backfire. I don't know when I like I always I feel like I always get about the same way we're like you better take my card now like I try to pay almost after every drink instead of opening up a tab because I know at the end of the night I'm just gonna walk out I don't just do it like a, a fucking idiot so I always offer to like pay and they're always like why, why don't you just wait till the end of the night I'm like alright <laughs> you say so man <laughs> then the end of the night comes Slither out of there, and then I would just My think, like, I'm Jeff not paying. <laughs> Sorry, my my credit's no good in Texas. Jazz ain't got no connects in Texas. Nah, all I got is my buddy, buddy. I'm like, I don't even know you, dude. I don't know where you thought you had that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what you've done to earn that from my family. I mean, we just talk to each other on Discord. I'll send a really nice edible arrangement. Yeah, that that'll get you in. Edible arrangements are fucking expensive. You should just pay your damn. Nah. What? Oh, we we're still talking about that. I was. I'm watching a Twitch stream. I was tuned down. What? You talking about Jazz paying Richie's tab? With the edible arrangement or something. Well, I thought I thought how we got there was like it's because I made the joke of like because uh, Richie's like okay, I guess I'll just do the tab. It's like huh, my name is Jazz Stewart, by the way, and then I tuned out after that. So when I tuned back in, I just assumed that's what we were talking about. Kevin, if you want to go to like offline TV, I mean, we can make that a thing. You don't have to be in this podcast. <laughs> I would fucking oh, love like, yeah, if you could honor. make that happen. That. Yeah, I will absolutely do that. Dio. Tell me I can slide in Pokemane's big hips. Oh. That's a weird way to phrase that, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> the woman has big <laughs> hips and no ass. Oh, come on, you're asking for too much, Richie. You're asking for too much now. <laughs> You gotta take what you can get. What do you mean? How does it work, Dane? I I, I don't understand. Truly, I, I mean, if that if that's true, that means like her waist is stretched but thin. It is. It, it, it is. just makes her a blanket. It is. It's an ironborn board. Bore iron board. Yeah, you ever seen an <laughs> iron board? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Everyone's so out of it already. All right. So uh, so yeah. So. I have no idea how to start this thing, so I like started recording like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, so you, you did bitch. last time. <laughs> have you learned nothing from no. last time? Oh, okay. So actually, it wasn't 30 minutes; it was like 10 minutes, but close enough, right? Sure. That last video. Yeah, don't don't saying. leave that in. We're, we're gonna get unironically canceled if we get even one real viewer. What leave what in? Bad mouthing Pokemane. We're gonna be a video on the Sports. That wasn't bad mouthing. We're just talking about the way her body. We all know what happens to last guy that bad mouth Pokemane. Oh man. Yeah. He 
had sex with him and lied about it. What do you think he's My man doing nowadays? King Fed. Nothing. He's coming back. <laughs> Is he? Think he can he's pull an Albert? Like within like a month, supposedly. No, that's his sub money ran out. Yeah, that's what he said he was gonna do. Then he released that fucking bizarre dossier, and then no, no, no. This happened afterwards. Uh, he said he's gonna come back uh, the third of February. Oh. How many viewers do you think his return stream is going to pull in? I don't like, know. Like peak. I don't know either. I don't know what Are he was you doing before. It, Brian? What do you mean? He was make. Uh, he was one of the bigger people on offline TV, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, he, he didn't stream he, off. He, he was at the time, but it, it's like. It's kind of like you have to look at it relative. Like, you can't look at it relatively at this point anymore because. He was one of the higher viewer streamers, but he had like 15k a stream. And nowadays, people in offline TV are getting like 50k to 80k a stream. Is Sakuno part of that, or does he just play with them a lot? Uh, he lives. He lives in their house. So. Oh, he does. I don't even know that. Yeah. A lot of people in their house. <laughs> Pokemon's next victim. That's what that means. Uh oh. Damn, not Sy what does Saikuno like what does he do he plays he, among he us just, he just plays games that's it yeah he plays among us and then you know he's a sensitive guy he cries and people are like Saikuno's crying and they'll you know donate him sub train stop Saikuno from crying <laughs> <laughs> 10 more subs and it is weird I have like <laughs> I don't remember in my time on Twitch, seeing such a fucking universally beloved figure just kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. It just that was like a meteoric nice rise. Yeah. I have never, ever heard another streamer say one th even one bad thing about Saikuno. See what that corpse Google dude, like, say. blew up, too. Yeah. Just because of his voice. Apparently he was I, around I like way Saikuno. before then. Though, yeah. like, if you go to his uh, yeah. oh, like, he, YouTube he channel, he has like tens channel. of millions of views on all the videos. He used to do like creepy horror shit. Yeah. yeah, stuff. Oh shit. Damn, and I plays Among Us with AOC. <sighs> that AOC's like kind of hot. She's okay looking. For a representative. For a representative. What, 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 what are you pretty what are young? You, on out of ten, where are you putting AOC? Compa I mean, if you yeah, look at it like relative to other pretty representatives, pretty, pretty up old. there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not. I like, can only think of like two okay. women in Congress or in politics that I would consider conventionally attractive. Is Candace Owen one one of them? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't Kevin consider her in loves. politics, but uh... she's Kevin's avatar picture right now. Kevin loves <laughs> Michelle Bachman. He will not show. No. Oh my girl Kamala. Richie uh, had like no. a weird thing with Sarah Palin back in the day. No way. <laughs> wouldn't stop talking about her. But then he figured out porno. <laughs> what was that name? Was <laughs> What's it called? Wait, what? <laughs> That's what it was called. 
Nail and Palin. Oh, Wait, are y'all, are y'all like me? Have y'all never seen that? No, I haven't seen Nail and Palin. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Jazz don't keep up with politics, I see. I, I don't. <laughs> Holy shit, there's a Wikipedia article on it. Nail and Palin. It's a hot flick, man. I don't know if that's the name of it, but... It's, it's, it's Who's Nailing Palin. Palin. No, it was that porn star Lisa Ann played her. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. Directed by Jerome Tanner. My man. My boy Jerome got in there. Only we all could. <laughs> I tried <laughs> try to get in Palin. I clicked on Jerome Tanner's Wikipedia, and it's like... No text at all, and then a very tiny picture of him touching a woman's breast. <laughs> like, with no context. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I got him an Oscar nomination, Kev. You should put some respect on his name. I believe it. Jerome Tanner, a.k.a. Lex T. Drill. <laughs> Lex T. Drill. Who calls him that? It's either a porn I, I don't know. or a rapper. Maybe both. He does both. Do they? That's what they need. They need porn star rappers. Yeah. My boy Sins dropping a tape. Well, I mean, there have been rappers that have, like, their tapes leaked, so does that count? Oh, no, actually, uh, Evan might actually know this. I can't remember which one it was. One of the members of NWA became, like, a, a porn star, or he, like, he made his own adult films. Yeah, I can see that. I can't remember which one it was. Was it Ice Cube? Yeah. <laughs> Are we there yet? It was crazy. It was one of the one that, like, careered. Anyway. How much does Johnny Sins cost to do his cameo? <laughs> you don't know? To chat with him, it's $3 to $4, but to, to get a cameo... What? what, you know what cameo is? Oh, okay, no, so it's it's like a if you, you're a, if you're a celebrity, but like not like a big celebrity, and you just want some like extra scratch, I guess you go on a site called Cameo, and basically what it is is people can pay you to like give them like a personalized message or like well, it's basically like to give it on someone's behalf. The fuck? So if I he... can talk to Drew Brees for $750? What a steal. <laughs> yeah. So, like, for example, let's say, uh, you know, it's Richie's birthday, and I think he's been a very good boy. <laughs> I'll have Johnny Sins make him be like, hey, Richie, it's your main man, Johnny Sins. You know, me and my friend Kevin just want to wish you a happy birthday this year. I like, hope you're doing well, man. Me and my so, friend and Kevin. A... <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a hundred dollars. Well, there's like seven only a hundred people from the office on here, and they all yep. charge a hundred plus dollars. Dude, that's I know so what I'm getting crazy. Richie for his birthday. <laughs> Dude, I, I can get Stanley to say happy birthday to me for three hundred dollars. Stanley's three hundred, and Johnny Sins is only one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> truly Dude, a man of know, the people. <laughs> uh, you, I appreciate that guy. Paul Livenstein charging $500. Who the fuck wants to talk to Paul Livenstein? I don't even know who that is. That's the dude from the office that, like, would always just get bullied by Michael. 
uh, Toby. Toby? Yeah, Toby charging $500 to talk to his ass. There, one of the black dudes that was just a background character in the office who didn't say shit, he's charging $100 to talk to him. <laughs> Maybe he won't even talk, he'll just stand there and look at you. What the f- <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, this is so weird. People pay this amount of money? Here, here's the here's the last, and you can see all the ones he's ever. Made. Here's the last one he made. What sins? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> hey tripod. <laughs> Dude, what a nice guy. But Game of Thrones one, I was like, please have fun. Dude, this is so weird. <laughs> but he's not playing that game. Jesus. I'm going to get you for your rich, for your birthday, Richie. I'm going to get you a specialized card from Sir Marin Tramp. Nice. I've How did I never know this existed before? <laughs> this is so weird. People... Yeah. Nick Lachey is charging two fifty. I get the meme value of it, but like... The amount of money you have to put up for it is crazy. So the very how I figured out about it, the very first one I ever saw <laughs> was uh <laughs> apparently uh, this girl wanted to and she wasn't memeing him or being mean to him. She really thought this was a good idea. She wanted to break up with her boyfriend, but apparently he was like kind of going through a kind of a tough time, so she didn't. She, so she was like a coward and didn't want to do it face to face. So she got the lead singer from Sugar Ray, which is his favorite band, <laughs> to make a cameo that was like, it's like, hey Bill, it's like, uh, uh, whatever my name is from Sugar Ray here, it's like. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, uh, Carrie just wants to say that she thinks you uh, work better as friends, you're a great guy, and all this stuff, and, uh, you know, good work on that thesis paper. It's like, <laughs> but it's over. It's like... God damn. Yeah, uh, I saw that LeVar Ball one too, Richie. Bro, I can get <laughs> Kyle Massey for 65 bucks. <laughs> Kyle Massey, Corey in the house. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my god. Like, okay. Send me that link. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Can you just, like, I'll pay more if you can just do the skeleton episode. <laughs> Corey, Corey. All right, Rich, you're going to love this. You can get Carol Corey Baskin. In the motherfucking house. You can, you can have Carol Baskin for 300 Um, Jesus. uh, Jeff Lowe for 125 Oh, I need a Jeff Lowe one. I need, need to learn a thing or two for my boy <laughs> Jeff Lowe. <laughs> My, if my mom doesn't get me a LeVar Ball cameo for my birthday next year, I'm gonna be pissed. Jeez. I don't know Either why he was under the rapper. He's a rapper, dude. Is he? <laughs> can you name a Kyle Massey song? Yeah. I can oh, book a oh, Zoom oh, call oh, with Corey. Kyle Massey. The new oh, kid. hell yeah. Getting it done, and I'm officially the candidate for having some fun, you know. No. Tell me and in his description, it says, Corey in the motherfucking house. Yeah. <laughs> this man is wild. Dude, these reviews, five stars. He's the man. Five stars. Thank you, Corey. You're the fucking man. We need you in the White House again. Five stars. <laughs> amazing. Weird, bro. <laughs> 
damn apparently he was fast too he did it in under a day what the, what else does he have going on he i don't know but <laughs> wasn't expecting it being this you can call Rico from the sopranos he's like 125 <laughs> This is so weird, bro. Oh, Sarah Palin for $200. How the mighty hath fallen. I think you're going to ask her about the nail in Palin. (laughs) Oh, I liked it. I mean, what? (laughs) All right. I need to figure out if Bernie Sanders has a cameo. (laughs) Anthony Scaramucci, Richie. Yeah, no, he's your... They have James Garrison from Tiger King, and he's on the jet ski. You see that? That's Damn. how he does it. He's gonna he does it from afar on the deck. Damn it. Damn. My boy Doc Antle. No Bernie. I'd be surprised as hell if Bernie Sanders was on this. Oh, how much does Floyd Mayweather charge for a cameo? A thousand dollars. Actually? Yep. Jesus Christ. Flavor Flav's clocking in at four hundred. He's got debts to pay off. Yeah. And only fly. nine people have ever gotten a cameo. The fly on Mike's head. <laughs> and it charges $35. It's pretty good. And it's a guy in a fly costume. <laughs> what the f? Uh oh. So, who, pay, who, who's paying $35? For this? <laughs> uh, Chris Hansen has one. That's not a cameo I'd like to have. <laughs> uh, Chris Hansen's like, uh,. Down on some hard times the last time I saw. Well, he charges 50 bucks a pop, and he's had about 3,000 since he's made his account. Last time I saw him, he was investigating that Onision guy. Jesus. Oh, sweet. The Onision guy has one, too. Oh, God. <laughs> Kevin should start uh, one. If my math is correct. My boy, eat that pussy 445's on here, Jazz. Ooh, really? Oh, I'd like one for him. Link it, Richie, link it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be for $69. If my math is correct, Chris Hansen has made about 150 video messages. Damn. Faze Bizzle's on here. Nah, my boy, Faze Bizzle. I haven't seen anyone with less than a five-star review. They are popping off. I mean, who, Floyd Mayweather had a 4.7 star. That's a, well, maybe because he charges a thousand dollars to say happy Probably. birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cardboard. I mean, yeah, the people who pay for this stuff have to be like big time fans. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's no way they to, like, just have like a lot of disposable income. <laughs> yeah, that chocolate rain guy's on here. No way. Taze on day. Yeah. How do you I know his that. name? Taze on day. Because it's just a weird name. Gilbert Godfrey, that's the only one I could understand paying for. Master Ken, I don't know. Oh my god. This is, oh my god, so weird. Kelsey Grammer, for the love of Christ. Well, I'm happy that this is now. (laughs) You can get the guy who played as, like, Jason and like the majority of the movies to do one, but it's like it doesn't make sense. Jason can talk throughout the movies. He would just stand there. Stand there? Menacingly, yeah. 
Yes. Oh, look at these toppings. <laughs> Fuck that. We're already busy with this. I guess. Uh-huh. We can't possibly expect us to actually do a So is this a podcast? This is it. This is it. Just, just I'm just going to be browsing this during the actual topics. Don't mind me. TikTok yeah, Donald me. Trump. Yeah. Huh? It's a guy who, I guess, has a TikTok who impersonates Donald Trump, and he's on here. That god of cringe dude, Kev? You remember him? Uh, that which YouTuber one? dude? I probably do, but I can't. He, he, this was a long time ago, like, H3 made a video on him. Like, when he was, like, first, uh, when H3H3 H3 was, like, first blowing up, he made a video on the guy. He's, like, this really weird motherfucker that just, like, harass people on the street and shit and like oh dude oh yeah I remember this video it was in the hazmat suits cause it's so cringe what? at least his bright's five dollars at least he's the only reasonable one on here that's one way to look at it I Google. I looked him up on YouTube. No, so fat he's on here. Uh, how man. much? Thirty-five bucks. Yeah. Come on. Hmm. That's something to think about. I feel like Airsoft Fatty would like you give him thirty-five dollars. He'd do it and he'd give it back. He's like, hey man, it was just nice talking to you. Like, Damn. Such a great guy. He went on one of those, like, Raj shows, Kev. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were, like, doing the introduction, and when it got to him and he was trying to introduce himself, like, three people were just laughing at the way he looked. It was just, like, really shitty. Felt kind of bad for the guy. Yeah, well, half the people on the Raj show were just trash cloud seekers anyway. You're not fucking wrong. Oof. Ew, Bruce Green. I don't even know who that is. It's like one of the dudes who, like, I think is responsible for uh, Rooster Teeth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like four, yeah. four or five of them. Yeah, that doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. it doesn't. No. Yeah, I, I just remember my, my man Bernie and yeah, it's... Jeff. Bernie, Jeff, Jack, Matt Hulam, and, uh... Bro, they fucking got, uh... What's his name? Remember, uh... He's been Rooster Teeth. Remember Ryan from Rooster Teeth? Yep. They fucking got him, bro. Apparently, he got... He, he was, he's fighting some allegations. Damn. Who? Uh, Ryan. He was one of the, the achievement The older guys? guys? Yeah, he was an older dude, too, yeah. I can't remember. It was a while ago that I read about it. It's probably been kind of taken care of under the table, but I remember he like cheated on his like wife with some fucking someone at the uh, the RTX like convention, and that person may have been underage. Nice. Yeah, something like that for him. Good for him. <laughs> I used to see somebody just go for it, you know. 
though, man. We're not. Dude, you get zored on, Brian. We're not cavemen. I can just look it up. Did uh, someone mention airsoft fatty? Who? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have yeah. airsoft. Jazz fatty. don't know about. Come on now, Jazz. Brian, did you not hear what I fucking said? What? You get zored on. No way. How much? For twenty-five bucks a steal. Richie, I'm begging you. I've only wanted one thing in life, please. For no, you gotta talk to Moneybags Kev if you want it. For $89, Kevin, you can get one from Robert Wolf. <laughs> the only thing I know him from is the American Dad episode making fun of how he's not actually famous. God damn. Ooh, I'm going to the influencers tab. This is where it starts getting rough. Yo. Real life Peter Griffin is one of the top ones. Ugh. Nice. Who the fuck is Faze Bizzle? Oh, uh, okay. I swear to God, anybody who plays Call of Duty is just a Faze guy now. So the the Ryan Haywood accusations are apparently he met this girl online. Um, nice. And then they met in 2017 to uh, fuck. And, nice. Um, uh, she told him he didn't know that she was underage until after he like slept with her and he was like she was like oh we, i was underage when we met i'm 18 now but like i was underage when we met or whatever and he was like oh i don't care and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently uh like i give a fuck <laughs> uh apparently um the the girl the described their sexual encounter as very rough and i think you're reading the same article as me <laughs> hey would allegedly remove the condom without her consent bro my, Ryan, my <laughs> god this guy julie does not give a fuck Ryan does not give a fuck bro damn i'm famous for gaming on the internet <laughs> and you're gonna get it let's play oh <laughs> don't say let's play oh my god now looking at this guy he kind of looks like a sicko Haywood released a statement yeah, I did that shit. I did that shit. When asked for a response, he replied, "Yeah." <laughs> he looks like a off-brand Chris Pratt. What the fuck? All right, great value, Chris Pratt. You can go there, sure. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Good thing I grew out of being a rooster teeth viewer. Or that would have crushed me back then. Same, man. You ever watch, like, one of the, like... They're, uh... They do, like... What do you call those things? Like, the interviews at, like, conventions? Like, they have, like, a panel? Panel interviews. Yeah. Like, and you listen to, like, the people that, like, go up and, like, speak to them? That shit is hard. Oh, I have never in my life been able to watch any of those in any because so they watch. are always a disaster yeah. you can smell the audience from the video <laughs> yeah. I, the only one I ever watched at a pure fascination was uh, when CM Punk originally came to the UFC he did, they did like a panel interview thing with the crowd but it was just like him and one other guy yeah. And all the questions are so retarded. <laughs> like this one guy just came up like drunk as like, 
Diaz bros be killing you? Would you ever fight one of them? <laughs> and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> uh, answers our questions. Everybody's like good, famous nowadays. It's so crazy. That, that could be a good segue into the Carson thing. Whatever happened to that? I don't know, man. I think he just. I think he's uh, too scared to come back. Did he get his way? I don't, he should get his way. Did he get his way? I think he got his way. <laughs> good. You There's some good. justice in the universe. Honestly, all right, I think. On. <laughs> That's all Dane wanted to speak. <laughs> I think he's closed. I, I think he's just too scared to come back because, like, enough time has gone by to where people are now saying maybe we might have overreacted okay what was he like a youtuber or something i don't even know yeah he was a youtuber he's like a youtuber sometimes twitch streamer yeah he was trying to branch into streaming i think Uh, he had like a really big stream but he just didn't stream that often yeah it's crazy man Oh, it's always the Minecraft YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if he came back today, never even addressed the allegations or anything, he would do like almost like as well as he was doing. The only downside would be he'd be like have like had a few have a few comments at his expense, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he probably could just come back and just say fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, act like nothing happened. Because he might just be that big to where it won't even matter. Has there, has, there hasn't been any others that, come, that came mm-hmm. forward. There was a second girl, I thought. There was a second girl, but, like, it's yeah. just still the same thing. Just, <laughs> so, what? You mean normal relations? He's <laughs> a 17 yeah. year old. Like I said, case closed. I have rendered judgment. <laughs> I decide what happens, and I <laughs> please inform him of my uh, my decision. Yeah. Uh, who is uh, baked Alaska? Some fucking all right guy. I think he's a troll streamer that has a persona of a like a super right winging guy. No, uh, I, I don't. About I, I don't think it's a persona at all. <laughs> From what I looked up. Uh, people were saying it's like a big persona. Wait, what happened with him? Uh, he was at the insurrection. He went to the... Uh, or the erection, yeah. like that one politician guy said. The erection. The erection. <laughs> I forgot his I name. Think Did you see that card? It certainly <laughs> gave me an erection to see the Republican Party kill itself like that. <laughs> I typed in baked Alaska and all it popped up was cakes. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I yeah. like Twitch streamers. I don't know. I don't think he was like a giant streamer or anything. No. I don't even know if how many viewers he had. I only knew him from because you know I watched Destiny and Destiny did a few debates with him, so I knew him from that. Homeboy literally what? just took pictures of himself and posted it on Twitter of him in the fucking Capitol. Like, why would you do some <laughs> stupid shit? No, I, I haven't thought about this till now, but I wonder where old uh, Jesse Lee Peterson was during the end. <laughs> I need to uh, look into that. He probably was mad that he didn't go. Doesn't know. 
Yeah, there's no way that old fuck made it in there. He was just on the outside yeah. screaming amazing. Uh, he's he's who I was trying to think of though, because like uh, with a lot of these alt right personalities, like people, their fans will try to defend them by saying like, "Oh, it's just a persona," when it's clearly not a persona. And that's like a big example, like. A lot of like people who listen to Jesse Lee Peterson just like, oh well, he's just being ironic. It's like, no, no I he don't really think is he is an idiot. <laughs> I just can't get by how he like how much like the last time Kevin and I watched this debate that Destiny one where he just Destiny just sits there dejectedly um, <laughs> and has to entertain these these, these bonker statements from all these morons around him, surrounded by imbeciles. And, and Jesse Lee Peterson, these these fucking like haphazard, like do you think this uh, the minimum wage is going up too fast? <laughs> and it's such like, a joke. Like, are you having a stroke? <laughs> and then he has the same like one-liners every time that like annoy me because people laugh at him in the room like they're funny, but they're not. It's like it's like he says what Dane's like. Oh, do you think like the Democrats are raising minimum wage too fast and that hurts Americans. But I'm black and slow, so I don't know. <laughs> he says that yeah, that's phrase so much. I don't know why he says that. It's he did say one thing to the Destiny thing that I thought was just so stupid funny. Was like, uh, he asked him about like how he got his name Destiny. <laughs> and he was like, you know, Destiny, that's a girl's name, isn't it? And, like, to this day, like, in his, like, Twitch chat, Destiny gets harassed by, like, people going, Destiny, that's a girl's yeah. name. Literally in all his videos' comment yes. sections, too, it's just like, ain't that a girl's name? <laughs> like, it's actually, like, pretty good. No. That episode, that, that like, interview, because that was the first interview Destiny did with him, because he's done a bunch of them at this point. Mm, yeah. Uh, he says, like, that's a girl's name, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, Destiny goes, like, uh, it's like, oh, well, I don't know, your name Jesse. It's like, if you told me Jesse yeah, was coming in, I'd be expecting a pretty lady walking. <laughs> and he got so, like, uh, offended by it. It's like, no, it's like, it's spelled with an E, not an I-E. <laughs> I don't know if this is a uh, racist to say, but I know I've said it to Dane a bunch of times. But Jesse uh, okay. Lee Peterson looks like if I just like sprayed him with a power washer, like it would just come off. Like he doesn't actually even look black. <laughs> Does that make sense? What does it mean yeah, to that look makes black, sense. Kev? But yeah, that yeah, go my ahead. next question go is: here, here, I'll get a picture and you. And you I'll get a picture and you like judge for yourself. <laughs> God, I'm funny. Oh my god. <laughs> I think it's certain pictures. Cause I'm looking at pictures of him, and yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> a like an old white guy who's just been <laughs> spray tanned so many times. Yeah, it looked like that. That can just come like right Fox off. Fox News was like, oh, we can put you on the radio, and they'll be none the wiser. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. That hairline looking real crisp. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to talk about was that hairline. I wonder like, if that's looks... like one of the ones that are tattooed on. No, that's, nah. like, a, that's like a spray job. <laughs> Damn. Shit like a UFO on his head. 
<laughs> God damn. Amazing. Amazing. That's like an economical bowl cut. Nice. Give me like the most minimum. <laughs> Is the minimum wage like debate really that like I've, I've big of a deal? Because it's like I mean like I listen to I see it all on Twitter. People will talk about like, oh yeah, hooray, it's time, you know, we're gonna raise it to fifteen, and then everyone else is like, but, but I make close to fifteen, and then everyone else is like, so, and they're like, but see, this is, this is the problem with having a national debate is that like, okay, none of those people matter. They mm-hmm. voted. Your opinions do not matter anymore. <laughs> Like, you voted for your representatives, they will vote how they think. <laughs> Bro, apparently it's like a hot bunch, like, issue. Like, people yeah. are like, yeah. One thing, it's, I, it's not a simple issue, like, no, people act like, like it's like, easy, like, something like it's easy. Like, I'm on TikTok all the time, and, like, people make videos about it, and then, like, in the comments, they'll just be fighting about it constantly, like, oh, well, if you raise the minimum wage, good luck, our McChickens are gonna go up to $10 now. It's like, What? That's, like, a dumb, like, reason, but, like... Yeah, it's, like... There's... It's more than... Like, you can't just raise fucking, like, shit. That's just not how it works. Well, like, there's, it fucks, there's If you the, do something like raise minimum wages out of nowhere, that fucks everything else up. It is gonna screw like, over, like, a yes. lot of small businesses, because they're gonna... Like, well, so when you people... raise minimum wage, too, like, people... I don't know if people, like, realize this. You raise minimum wage... The thing that it's, like, supposed to be doing is, like, helping out the lower class. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily do that. In fact, it can impact it poorly. Like, it's just well, a common thing. See, the reason why it's such a big deal here, because normally things like that would be true, but the reason why it's such, like, a thing here is because if you look at, like, uh, how rent prices have gone up yeah. and, like, the cost of living has gone up in the past 50 years... $15 is about what it should be at. Like, that, that is what, min- that's what the minimum wage should be, and it just isn't. And yeah. of course, company, big companies don't want to pay yeah. people, like, more money, so they spread, like, misinformation campaigns saying shit like that. And, yeah, and, and the, the, the argument everyone always uses, well, if you, uh, make the minimum wage $15 an hour, it's like that's gonna hurt, like uh, you know, like small business, mom and pop diners and stuff like that, because they'll have to pay their employees that. Not, but they leave out the part that nowadays, that's especially, especially, about. well, it, it, what you said was kind of part of that, but it's not what you were saying. But this is the main argument anyway. <clears throat> uh, especially in the recession that we just had, like a few years ago. No one had in the middle class had the money to like eat at a mom and pop diner. It's like if people start making fifteen dollars an hour, they will actually have money to spend at places like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's <laughs> it, it's like if anything, it, it's like it will either equal itself out or it will benefit small businesses in that way. And, you know, I'm not saying every small business will benefit because some people, a lot of small businesses are just doomed ventures from the start and won't succeed anyway. But, yeah, like... The minimum wage issue is actually a secondary issue on the tier of economics. I think that 
that like what you were saying, like the cost of living. I I think that has to be fixed first, mm-hmm. uh, because and then and then it and then over time it levels because economics is always like a long chess game, and you have to you have to really be careful and slow. And I agree with what you said, Richie. We can't just do it. It's that that'll be too arbitrary, and it'll it takes into account none of the realities. Uh, but we need to get things like college costs down and healthcare down. And, exactly, but then you see like and people do that first, and then then after like maybe a, like a couple of years of that sinking in. Because what's always taken is like, oh well, Europe has higher minimum wage. Like yes, uh, but their costs of living were taken care of decades ago. Yeah, so, for real. And then like people always like the argument that I always see against that is like, oh well, I worked my ass off making seven dollars an hour, put myself through school or whatever to um, to get the job that I have now, where have I make good money, where I get really good health care and stuff like that. Like I had to struggle for it, so everyone else should too. Like that's literally what hell. Even <laughs> fucking flesh said that we was like, oh, I don't want free uh, Medicare for all or anything like that, or free college or anything like that, because I had to suffer in the military. So it's kind of like spinning well, okay. in my face. And I'm just like, well... All you need to do to disprove that is like, okay, uh, look at Europe. <laughs> and like, they, they're not struggling any less. Uh, their grades are way better than anything we produce. Shake my head, man. But I, yeah. I don't think the minimum... For one thing, there's a lot of people leave out the practical realities of it. It's not going to happen. Like, there is not enough majority in Congress to get that done. You need uh, about uh, 10 more Republicans to vote that, and the Republicans are not going to vote for that. Yeah. And so it's it's just not... It's not What's the reality as it is. minimum wage right now? $7.25. It's low, yeah. Oh, it's still seven twenty five. dang. But mm-hmm. that's what I mean. The killer is, is we have two big negatives. Low minimum wage and high living costs. Yeah. And you cannot fix both at the same time, and I don't think I don't think personally that minimum wage is the first thing to do because yeah. it actually won't have it won't it won't affect the li- the the costs of living are so much more ex there's exponentially more than anything a minimum wage could help with to to offset the cost of living we have just with health care would need the minimum wage would need to be like fucking thirty dollars and that's never that's in, that's economic suicide yeah so I think. I, but like this is this is the problem that's got, that like it, there has to be a policy that's over the course of like a decade to do. It's not something that can just happen in like three or four years because there will be. It would probably t- it would take longer than a decade. That's what I mean. Like it has to yeah. be set in. Like the the process has to begin, and I think it needs to begin with living. But the sad thing long. is, like if it took that long, the cost of living would just go up again. <laughs> Before they well, can, I mean, that's, like, implement cost this. of living is like purely just based on the economy. Like, if, I mean, the country, the country's doing not great right now. But, but if, like, like what Kevin said is, earlier, like just like yeah. the college tuition, just like how it's increased exponentially since back in the well, day. Well, that is, but that's going off of like what Dane said. Like, you need to worry about that stuff for, before you even start. No, that's what, yeah, and that's also, the yeah. college, the, the and I don't care what anyone says. They are this. The college problem is. Literally the most black and white, simple fix. We education is a big problem. In oh my! It is country. the most artificially inflated uh, bullshit ever. Yeah. How you fix it, and how you fix colleges thinking they're bigger and better than they are, is you cut federal funding by about eighty-five percent, 
and say, you you make it on your own. And what they'll do is they're like, oh, well, we'll charge students more. Like, ah, well, they won't be coming now. <laughs> yeah, but one a lot, and you, one like a lot of like rich families like make a lot of donations to these schools and stuff like that just to get make sure that. But they can't, they can't survive in. on that. They, it's it's I no mean, longer the 19th century. They can't make it that way. Yeah, there are too many costs for them to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, and and then truly, and then and then play even harder ball, and then I think uh, uh, that there is a chance of this is canceling all stock uh, college debt. Yeah. Yeah. For public education, not private schools. I, that's a, that's a bridge too far. And doing it right now and cutting it off, and then and 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 then like letting it go another two years, and there will be debts run up, and keep cutting it off from uh, like just federal uh, executive action to cut off, just destroy college debt each time it gets too big, until colleges are willing to play ball. Because you have to, I mean, it really what it comes down to is they have forgotten who's in charge. <laughs> and, and they yeah. just, they need to be reminded of that. And that's why I think it's such a, it's such a simple, easy fix. Use yeah. the power of the federal government to call their bluff because they can't do shit. All, yeah. more than half of their funding is from federal, is, uh, federal coffers. Yep. Basically, just tell like the state colleges. It's like this is what you're going to start charging for tuition, <laughs> and if they don't like, and if they don't like, it's like okay, but you're not getting federal funding anymore. And I also think that'll solve uh, that'll uh, solve another issue that I uh, always bothers me, which call like colleges who are too bloated. And what I mean by too bloated is like not only financially they charge way too much for students to enter. But they're also like, like I would say, they they over they greatly overestimate their importance, and we can strike a blow in what like in sort of the uh, the social war I would say, because a lot of the like hair, in my opinion, harebrained uh, intellectual bullshit that's around in this country today is because colleges have been let to run rampant on that and teach basically faulty doctrines and you know and you know that's a that's a whole can of worms debate on its own but uh cutting federal funding by 80 85 percent across the board colleges will have to reevaluate their priorities and maybe not so have so many uh liberal arts degrees that are useless that we're just we're just bloating the workforce and there, it's uh, what's that? There's like an economist called Graber who's like they're just called bullshit jobs. And what, like, how you deal with economics is you make little tweaks all around uh, the machinery, and you'd be surprised how things end up much better. But what you cannot do is, in my opinion, is something like to bring back the minimum wage. Uh, back to the minimum wage argument is that you can't just. The minimum wage can't be the only thing that happens. It can't just shoot up to 15, and we don't do anything else. Because it, what will happen will be about two years of unmitigated economic backlash, and the and the Democratic Party will squander the really great position they have right now. Because the stock market, like as it is, is is kind of on edge. I mean, they knew where they were with Trump because he's an idiot and not going to interfere with them. 
But it ain't. You don't want your McChicken to go to ten dollars. Uh, I don't eat McChicken, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think that all I know is that you know I, I think that you're right that it probably be better to deal with the cost of living first. Um, but just from we can just acknowledge that the price of things go up anyway, and if minimum wage like this stuff really really hits like the poorest of the poor um so if minimum wage isn't going up but everything else is going up then it's easy for people to just look at it and just be like oh well just give them more money and like why i i i base my argument that uh just doing the minimum wage is is useless and farcical is that you can look back through history all the times and any time what this cup boils down to is uh setting prices and artificially saying this is how it's going to happen and economics doesn't work that way it does i mean it, it, it can have some political pull but if you start to set prices uh everything else falls apart like you can look like like there was legislation in England that's actually very relevant to us today because it was right after the plague where there were so many people who were dead uh, the, the pooper the, pe- the people who were alive <laughs> there was so much poop everywhere uh, the people who were alive could you know therefore demand r- higher wages for work done and the government did a very useless policy of saying oh no wages are going to be the same as they were before which was just piss poor and it, and it, for one thing, like it, not only was it economically stupid, it didn't work. No one abided by it. <laughs> so it's it. I just think it's farcical just to raise the minimum yeah. wage and do nothing else. Yeah, I, I am in favor of like raising the minimum wage. Like I, I feel like the. I mean, we could do it incrementally. Well, well, I mean, uh, I, I think what you have been saying is like really true. Where it would be. The danger of it would be uh, them raising the minimum wage and then patting themselves on the back and being like, well, yes. job done, everybody, That's which is I not mean. what needs to happen. But like like I said, like at the very beginning of this discussion, uh, it's not like we're just like, hmm, people need – it's not like we're in a situation where it's like – well, people need more money, so we, we're deciding to give them more money. We are in a situation like – we are in a unique situation – where it's, we are just correcting what it should be. So it, it would be nowhere near as harmful as, like, say, if, like, Germany just decided to be like, hmm, we're 15, now we want to be 30. Like, those would be two totally different situations. But, uh, you know, yeah, but yeah, we, we also need to tackle, like, the fundamental problems as well. And then, like, what Brian was saying, like, because the only reason that a company would be like, oh, well, now McChickens are $10. It would be purely out of corporations being butthurt that they have to pay people a decent amount of money because they can absolutely operate with insane, still insane profit margins like McDonald's could at paying people $15 an hour. They do elsewhere. The, the, yeah, the only reason they would do something like, well, now McChickens are ten dollars an hour, is because they would want <laughs> they would want to keep their already like way over bloated profit margins. And at situations like that, 
That is why the United States has uh, anti-price gouging laws, and that is where those would have to be invoked. <laughs> That's what, yeah, you have to. Is I like, really put your foot play. down with well, it? Well, let me ask you this: How do you feel about the the people who who make less than the minimum wage already, like the waiters and stuff like that? Since they they get oh, paid I, I thought America's tipping system has <laughs> always been illegal and retarded. <laughs> Yeah. So you know. You're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> I know that's why I brought it up. No, 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 restaurants should not have a loophole where they don't have to pay their employees because oh, people give them money out of the kindness of their heart. Oh, I agree. Like that—that that is so okay, ridiculous. Sure. Word on the street is you don't tip, Kevin. What's going on with that? <laughs> oh, I don't tip. <laughs> it was one time, and it was because oh, yes. it was oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what happened was, it was like five of us and we all went to like a restaurant. And they collectively were tipping like $25. So I was like, well, fuck it, she's already getting $25. I'm not paying. I'm not giving more. This doesn't fucking matter, but you do not tip, period. That's just a fucking fact. That is true, but normally it's not out of spite, it's just because I just can't be bothered to remember. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, hold on. Let's get something very. <laughs> it's like I forgot to place the money down when it's I saw like, everyone else doing it. Oh, yeah. I forgot my wallet in the car. <laughs> I mean, I think we can all agree it's a fucking flawed system, but it is For what sure. it is. So, like, it, <laughs> like not yeah, tipping is just rough. Well, here, well, here's, like, let, it, it, with me personally, let's get something very clear. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I think waiters should not be scammed by restaurants. I think it's horrible. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really give a shit. I would rather me have the money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm fighting for you, but at the same time, it's like, eh. <laughs> I'm not really fighting for you. Kevin just dangling the dollar over their heads like, this should be yours, but I'm keeping it. <laughs> that is not what I'm doing, <laughs> but okay. I remember one time, and this is true, Dritchie can verify this. Yeah. Not slander. Uh, I think I know what you're I remember about. one time at Railway Cafe, yep. uh, <laughs> when a lady came over, you know, I, Kevin gave that suggested look at me, I got my wallet out. <laughs> So like, and I paid, and as I wrote the tip, he took the receipt, ran out, and came back and demanded that I not tip. And then he that did, that did not happen. <laughs> oh, so yeah, why do you hate waiters? No, Kevin? he quote, and he said, "quote Get the fuck away from me." <laughs> there was that other time, Dane, when we went out, and you were like, "You know what? We had a really good waitress." And you pulled out a twenty-dollar bill and you left it on the table. And then Kevin looked <laughs> from side to side, yeah. took the twenty, put it. In to be fair, I didn't really rob it. That no, was he a... didn't take it. Uh, I, well, first off, I don't even remember. I always I tip well at Railway. I know them. <laughs> what a nice guy. Twenty dollars. Come on, Kevin. Well, I was talking about respected. Kevin being nice enough not to take it. <laughs> However, yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the good guy here. I didn't steal it. <laughs> good guy, Kevin. Back at it again. Um, but to like come back, like for the waiter thing, I do agree with Kevin. It they shouldn't be that. Sh if if people want to tip, whatever you that saying that they can't is a like a behavior law, which is just asinine. You should never have that. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, 
allowing restaurants to not get away or to get away with not paying full minimum wage and doing that thing. I remember Brookshire's told me when I was here, like, don't accept tips. Your tips are worked in your pay. Like, so then how the fuck is it minimum wage? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is horse Yeah. They and, said that? And how they get yeah, away with it. You can't accept it. tips at Brookshire's, but people No, like they said it's worked into your pay. Yeah. What? Well, okay, here is a perfect example of what I was saying of, like, these kind of laws. Like, set price laws that, that are not, that are either, that are one, non, non-enforceable, they can't even be enforced. Two, they're not enforced by the people who say them. And three, they're just the, the asinity incarnate, like those English labor laws. Like, okay, your tip is worked into your wages, but it's minimum wage, and like, but everyone accepts tips. So whatever, like, so why, what's the fucking point? Just pay seven twenty-five. <sighs> what a world we live in. Well, I'm getting... Oh, man. You want you guys want to talk about the Your Princess? The Twitch, uh, I don't know anything about it. The Your yeah. Princess Twitch rival drama. Yeah. So basically, uh, when ma- mainly the League community and the Smash community were having their little own little Me Too movement, uh, there there's a pretty big, yeah, like relative to the community, I guess there's a pretty big female streamer who does League named Your Princess. And she basically accused a an academy LCS player of like not raping her, but like being like very very inappropriate with her, like sexual assaulting her, kind of like holding her down on his lap and stuff like that in the hotel room. And basically, he made a response to that, showing a bunch of receipts, like "No, I didn't." <laughs> and she just kind of went. Oh, yeah, sorry, everybody. And then nothing ever really came of it. <laughs> and she apologized, this, Kev. What's your problem? She did not apologize for you it. Said that was she like, said, my bad or sorry. That's good enough for me. <laughs> well, it's not. she didn't really say sorry. It was more of a, oops. <laughs> Got caught this time, like, didn't bag a fish this time. But <laughs> And then, of course, like, people... What, <laughs> Like, who support her, like, try to play, tote the line of, like, uh, oh, well, you know, she's not harping on it. She's trying to move on. It's like, I'm sure she is trying to move on. <laughs> it's like, uh, she just tried to ruin a guy's life for her own gain. It didn't work. <laughs> and now she, she's trying to pretend like it never happened. I totally see that. Well, anyway, so the whole thing comes from she was in the most recent uh, Twitch Rivals she was chosen as one of the captains in the Twitch Rivals. And uh, this kind of didn't get talked about that much. Well, Tyler 1 getting fucked over drama kind of dominated it. But uh, she picked LL Stylish on her team and then a couple of other people. Like a, a jungler named Mike Young who used to be in the LCS. And LL Stylish on stream, he was like, oh, she picked me? And it's like... And he basically just goes, isn't she that... The one who falsely accused that guy of, like, <laughs> raping her Jeez. and, like, never apologized for it. And his whole chat was like, yes. And he was like, well, I mean, that seals it. It's like, no, I'm not going to play on your team. And then two of the other guys she drafted, like, kind of followed his lead. And then she was like, okay, I can see the writing on the wall. I'm resigning my position as a Twitch Rivals captain. 
and she's not playing. So the 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 reason I even put this in the in the topics is like, what do you guys think is the best way to handle false accusations? Because I see like is she big? Uh, legal action. Oh yeah. Think about her. Yeah, she's pretty yeah. big. In the league, he was a Twitch rivals well captain. Known. She got forty yeah. seven k followers on uh, Twitter and stuff. So she's she's a little bit. That's kind of small for being like big time, isn't it? I would say that she's big enough to, to you know, live off of that. You know what I mean? But she's not uh, yeah. big, big. I think this is her. She's live right now. She has 400 viewers. Yeah, so. yeah it's kind of small for them making her like a, a captain, eh? don't you think? You yeah. She's probably just had connections. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, she, she has 400 viewers, but she is, I just tuned in, she is not playing League, and she's only been live for half an hour, so she probably uh, averages way more than that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, like, what do you think is, like, the best way to deal with situations like that? Because it, <laughs> I don't want to be the one to say it, but, like, if the shoe was on the other foot, you know what I mean? The guy would have yeah. oh, yeah. been ruined. Um, sure. Like, oh, you, yeah. you just hate women, whatever. Like, you try to ruin this woman's life or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he would have, he could have potentially lost everything. Where it looks like uh, she didn't really get hit by it. It seems like, uh, just scrolling through her Twitter, it seems like, um, you know, I don't, I don't see any, like, hate. She probably gets, like, you know, she's a girl on the internet, so she probably gets a little hate. Um, or you know what I mean. But there's <laughs> nothing referring to that situation. Um, but I know a lot of people who see stuff like this and they're like, oh, women who uh, say that they were raped, but they weren't raped or sexual assault, they should get jail time. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't like you think I don't know if it should well, go that far with, with her well, specifically. Again, her situation uh, specifically, definitely. She, she did not claim that she was raped. Like she didn't. No, no, no. But, yeah. uh, but the the problem is she deliberately tried to piggyback off the wave of people who actually were abused, like falsely to get clout. So. In my opinion, with her specifically, I think Twitch should abandon her for that, like, just outright. Like, uh, even though, you know, before everything came out, I was a fan of a Shinshin, I absolutely agree that he should have been banned off Twitch for what he did. For sure. However, I, I feel like if he is going to get banned for what he did, then she needs to get banned for that. <laughs> okay. So I what feel if, like there should be, like, something that should, like, happen. So, I for mean, instance, like, like uh, I don't even know if you, you... Kevin might know about this because he follows sports a little bit. There was a big prospect for the NFL that played for Baylor. His name was Sean Oakman. Oh, yeah. No, not, yeah. And he was... Uh, right before he was going to get scouted for the NFL, uh, he got a rape charge called on him that, like, ruined basically his whole career of ever playing in the NFL. And it came out three or so years later that uh, there was evidence that it was fake that nothing ever happened between them. I think there was, like, footage of some bullshit or another. But anyways, I don't think anything ever happened with the girl. But, like, he lost everything because of that. Yeah. It's such, like, a rough thing, though, because it's, like... 
Yeah, but just like, because of an accusation, like I said, he lost yeah everything. But it's like, how do you dollars. how do you how do you go about like prosecuting that? It's like, do they get the same amount of like like false accusers? I mean, like, do they get the same amount of like prison time? Uh, that I don't know if the it's equal, person but it's, would have gotten if they were like. I know. I see people push for that. I see people push for that, where they're like saying, "Like, oh, you're gonna say that you were uh, you were raped, but you weren't. Uh, then you should face the jail time of like however much your rapist would have done." And see, I'm, you can't do it that way because it's not the same crime. Yeah, for well, sure. What it is is perjury. Yeah, it, it, like in perjury is a serious charge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I mean. <laughs> Me and, Dane, me and Dane could tell you a very funny story about how they handled perjury in England. So, I mean, they're, they're just lucky. Like, they, yeah, they don't, like, we don't do it how they used to. But, you know, uh, perjury, you can go to jail for, like, a year, depending on how bad it is, if, you like, you commit, like, severe perjury in the United States. So, yeah, just fucking throw them in jail for a year. Well, I, I mean, I agree with that. So, the, what's, what is the question, like, how... how like in a specific case like hers or across the board i guess i would say like yeah i guess probably across the board because her situation is kind of like i agree with kev she probably should have just been banned from twitch and then that could have been the end of it but like across all she the did board, was she lied about sexual harassment correct uh, yeah yeah it, basically yeah yeah where did she trying to get popularity on twitch no uh, she said it on twitter she made a big twit longer yeah but her main platform is Twitch, so she was trying yeah. to get popularity on Twitch. Exactly. A good lawyer could make a libel case out of that, uh, but... No, I think a bad lawyer could make a libel yeah, case mean, out of that. I mean, the, thing, and, the, and the reason I brought up the... Uh, everything, uh, but, yeah. The reason uh, I brought up the NFL charge about how Sean L. Oakman's case is, because what can he truly do about something like that? Like, the situation was, like I said, he lost potential millions of dollars. What can he do? Can he sue her? He doesn't have that kind of money. He'll never get that money back. Stigma's already there, though. Even exactly. if like, it's been proven, like that was all false. Yeah, that's, that's just... why I say, like, what do you think? Like, 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 how do you but, fix okay. that? He lost that. There's nothing you can do to fix that. Well, I'm not worried about what he gets. Like, if you the across the board thing is the, how I think of it is is this is that examples have to be made. Like, and how you make examples. Mm is you deal with the full rigor and force of the law for when when they happen. So even if he doesn't get damage, there should it should be like almost something a district attorney takes up as criminal like as perjury. Because perjury isn't just like a a, a, a civil suit. Uh, perjury in the face yeah. of the court is a criminal crime. So this should be t- something taken up by district attorneys and however far that goes. Or and I don't know the logistics of that fully. But, I will be so and then, angry, man. And I'm then thinking about take, that shit. And then take, let them take the case on, and they can they can prosecute to the full rigor of the law. And and after like a times of examples being made like that, where you you know you won't get jail time for the crime you alleged, like in damages and that, mm-hmm. because that that's just that's asinine. How could how do you even sway that? Uh, but I but you should get like perjury time plus slander and slander and uh, whatever you can uh, financially uh, provide as uh, a counterweight for it. 
Is that like a rough thing though? Because it seems like yeah, and he gets fucked for it, and he's yeah. going and he's going to be have that stigma against him the whole time. But you know, that's why I asked like across the board thing. And then like, a lot of like a lot of these companies that where stuff like this happens, they just would rather not deal with the whole like thing at all. Yeah, like, exactly. They would just be like, "Fuck, well, shit, someone that we're just gonna hire, yeah, they're just like, fuck it, we're just not even gonna deal with it, even if you come out as you know innocent." So it's just like. It's not even that he lost out on like a like a potential NFL career, so like millions, but like he also has to pay like lawyer fees and all that just to like yeah. fight that he's innocent. Yeah. It's just like his whole life just ruined off of that. It's so rough. And you can't. I mean, he couldn't have had money. You know what I'm saying? Like he was a yeah. college athlete, probably on a full ride. Yeah. It kind of like going back to like the your princess thing. It kind of seems like in most cases, I'm not like sure, obviously, but like in most, it's like. The only thing that happens is like the court of like public opinion takes over, and it's like the your princess thing has proven that she's like made it up. So like everyone already forgot about it at this point. Yeah, I didn't even know. I've never. Yeah. Even, I didn't even hear that, about any of that. That is the root of this. It's, it's like she's back to her normal life. Like nothing happened. That it's, these things are decided in the court of public opinion, which is not worth a shit. Well, uh, I, I knew about this when it first happened. And I think the reason why this one kind of wasn't that big of a deal was because, one, at the same time it was being overshadowed by bigger things. Like, this was going concurrently with the Hashinshin thing and, like, a couple of the Smash ones. So it was, like, kind of under people's radars a little bit. And at the same time, she came out with the accusations. And then the same day, the, the guy's name is a Tuesday. That's, like, his, like, league IGN. Tuesday came out and killed it in the crib, like, immediately. And so it was just kind of like, uh, it happened so fast that no one's opinion, like, was really, like, no no one's, like, opinion against him had formed very strongly. So it was just kind of like a, well, you know, that was a shitty thing to do, and she, like, didn't talk about it for a long time. And so it, it's it, it's like I said, like people just kind of forgot about it for a while, and it didn't come back up until now, <laughs> because LL Stylish was like, uh, "Yeah, I didn't forget about that." <laughs> <laughs> Pepperidge Farm, remember? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Damn. It's like you know, you're not gonna, you know, play the quiet game for a year and like think you've gotten away with it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, it's, it's funny that you bring up the, uh, the Hashinshin thing, because I saw, I don't really watch them anymore, but every once in a while, because um, I was subscribed to all of the, the you know, the Hashinshin, like, highlight channels, so I'm still subscribed to them, so I, every once in a while it'll pop up in my feed, and I see some people are kind of, like, pushing, wanting him to get his, uh, get unbanned on Twitch, because of the whole, uh, the you know, the FBI investigated him and all that stuff. And it doesn't change what he did, like what his ban was for. His ban is still justified. But people are saying, like, oh, well, since he didn't, you know, the FBI investigated him and they you know, gave him the, the A-OK, so he should get his platform back. And yeah, I don't know if I agree, but the question that I ask you guys is, like, how do you guys think the 
do you think that there should be a path of redemption for situations like that? Where... His case is like, and I'm sorry for cutting you off right yeah. at the end, but his case is like weird because uh, I've only seen the only content of his I've watched really since that happened is him talking about that and. Uh, to those of you who don't know, because Jess just mentioned it, he made a vid- he made a video claiming that uh, that he talked about the whole thing for a while, and he was talking about the FBI investigated him, and their conclusion was, well, we couldn't really find any uh, evidence of any wrongdoing, so they just kind of dropped the case. Mm-hmm. Which uh, he was just like, so. It- it's like, if I really did these things, then uh, how... Uh, it's like, why would they do it? So whether he's guilty or, like, totally guilty of everything he's been accused or not, one thing I will say about him in relation to the, his situation is... It's funny, because there's only two <laughs> things. One, he is uh, somehow, some way, <laughs> been innocent this whole time... Or one or another, he's just been trying to gaslight, like mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. Either way, he has done a fantastic job of like muddying the water yeah. around the stuff against him, because basically uh, he was able to put together the fact that everyone who, like the two or three girls who accused him were all friends beforehand with his ex-girlfriend who has been on record to be like a really toxic, shitty person who's tried to destroy him before. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And obviously, uh, in your mind, when you hear that, it's like, oh, well, maybe there is something there. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, but there might also not be something there. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It's like, he... (laughs) There, he showed a lot of evidence that kind of like disproved a lot of the accusations against him. A lot of stuff that was proven false, the fake tweets, fake screenshots. But it's just like, I see what you're saying where it's like he might be, he might actually have done some of the stuff, but because he has this evidence, he's able to kind of like be like, see, they're trying to ruin me. Kind of yeah, like. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the OJ thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, even though it's so, it's like because the, the old saying is true. Where there is smoke, there is fire. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. There is no... In my opinion, there is no fucking way all this came... All this happened, and he was totally innocent. There is no way that he did not do some of that stuff. So from what I remember, when all this shit went down, like, he said... Like, his whole argument was like, no, he didn't groom anyone. That was, like, his big thing. But, like, he admitted to, like, talking to these girls sexually yeah that, that's a whole nother storyline in this saga of like by itself but i'll get to that right after this so but like it's like the oj thing it's like clearly like he did something wrong mm-hmm. but it's like the whole thing with the glove at the oj trial yeah. people are so sensationalized by wow he proved that wrong It's like, you know, maybe it's not as cut and dry as we thought sort of thing. Like, when they put the glove on him, it's like, oh, the glove doesn't fit. 
And even though logically, looking at it now, thinking about, oh, the glove didn't fit, so what? <laughs> it's like, that doesn't mean all the other stuff is fake. But the problem is, it's like, two of the original, like, three accusers, for whatever reason, I don't know why, were proven to be, like, one was, like, a guy who was, like, catfishing him, trying to get something incriminating on him and, like, do, like, a false allegation thing. And then another one uh, was proven to be a girl who was, tr like, working with his ex-girlfriend to try to extort him for money. Which, yeah, so th those two things are basically, like, in the court of public opinion at least, are proven to be false and so he was able to kind of take that and then kind of use it against the real accu- the, the quote-unquote, like, real accusations to, like, really gaslight it. To be like, well, if these were fake, you know, like, what about these? <laughs> and that is- and basically, you know, we've talked about it. A lot of his, like, core fan base, the ones that, like, really liked him, like, none of them have, like, you know, they all still watch his YouTube videos and all that stuff. And, like, that is why. Because they were able to take all that and kind of internalize it and, like, justify it to themselves. Like, well, you know, clearly he's in... I mean, if you go and look at, like, uh, a video about, like, Voiboy, because Voiboy obviously made that big video, like, talking about how Hashinshin needed to be banned and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, you will still find comments be like, so, like, when are you going to apologize to Hashinshin since he's proved you were an idiot? And it's just like, I just <laughs> say that it's like a testament to how well he's been able to, like, gaslight this entire thing. It's like my but, name uh, Kanye once said, I guess we'll never know. I just feel like we just got, like, crazy way off topic. Yeah. Because Jazz just asked, like, how, like, should handle things like this like should there be like a path of redemption like a way to come back yeah. to uh to receive these things back yeah so for like my opinion like i said he had admitted to even if half of them apparently like was like what'd you say his ex-girlfriend and the other yeah. one was a guy in his mind he thought that they were teenage girls and no, no no no, no the, those two people those two people he never like it talked with like explicitly like they were like trying to set him up and it like didn't work like okay the one he actually did you know like say like oh yeah these were real was like someone totally different yeah but that doesn't matter what i'm, what I'm she, trying to like, say is like no, I, this, I, the I, other one yeah, is supposedly yeah, underage so. the whole point is what i'm trying to say is like the man is like knowingly trying to talk to underage girls correct can we all agree on that yeah as far as okay. we know, yeah. In my opinion, which I feel like isn't like a crazy thing to have, mm -hmm. uh, someone like that should not have a platform because the only thing that it can accomplish is more harm. That is just 100% the only outcome. So he can like... I mean, the best thing is like, oh, it won't ever happen again. That's the only I can, thing. I can see what you're saying yeah, about I, it. I, yeah. I'm with you, so then let me ask you this. Would it be a... How would it be if it was like, okay, let's say there was a streamer, uh, 
uh, let's say Hushinshin did this, right? We'll just use Hushinshin. Let's say Hushinshin yeah. did this before he was a streamer, like 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Well, he would have been a child. It, well, okay, someone older than Hushinshin. You know what I mean? Like, let's say okay. Hushinshin, let's say someone that's like 36 or whatever did this when he okay. was like 20 or 21, 22 and was talking okay. to 15, 16 year old girls. And then it stopped and now he's 35, 37, whatever. And he's, you know, he may, making a, a name for himself, doing what he does. And then this comes out. Should he lose everything? There's no other girls in between that time span. So it's all just from like 22. Now he's 35, 37. You know what I mean? Like, should he still lose his platform? That's some gray water shit. Because like, then you got to come into like, what, statue of limitations? Um... For something like that, it's so fucking crazy. I won't even know how to, like, go about doing that. I mean, if you could, you would have to evaluate what he's been doing these past 20 fucking years and see if, like, anything else has been going on. And, of course, I have to imagine that's what would happen. No, but wouldn't statute, like, apply only legally? I think Jazz is talking about, like, on Twitch. Like, should he get banned off of Twitch? Is that well, that would be, correct it, in saying that, Jazz? It doesn't matter what the law is is if twitch doesn't want somebody on their platform exactly yeah that's i mean that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about i I, what i believe is someone that is literally trying to talk to underage people that is a full-grown man or woman should not have a platform in order to do such a thing like they should not have any way of being able to accomplish so jazz your example is like i mean it's like interesting as a hypothetical but the whole problem with it is, is like, oh, well, the, the information we're given is he did it then, but, you know, he never did it after that. Well, in real, if that happened in real life, we would have no way of knowing if he ever did it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, because because it, it's sort of like, <laughs> I'm sure it's happened before, but I highly doubt yeah, someone would like... Saying predatory behavior would just like oh well you know well that's so normally how that's normally how one they and catch these, these people you know I was just I mean. trying it out that's yeah, how they caught people, like yeah. how they yeah. caught uh, Bill Cosby and all that stuff. and even with R. Kelly a little bit they say like normally people who do these sort of predatory behaviors they don't just do it once and then that's it you know what I mean normally these there if one victim comes out that's why people are like oh let's wait and see because if m- usually more come comes as well it's never just one or two that's why you see like fucking bill Cosby having 30 women or you know what i mean like over the course of however long that was going on so i see what you're saying in terms of that i think like in jazz examples specifically where he's like what well, it happened long ago but it didn't happen again it'll be easier to like kind of one apply can... it to um no I, well here i'll let you finish so go ahead i was just gonna say like one can assume like if he still has this platform and they don't like take him off of it, mm-hmm. one can only assume he would use that platform to do it again. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, so I don't think they should have a platform. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think, I feel like it'll be easier to kind of apply it to if it was something like not like sexual assault or like grooming or anything like that. Like, for example, like think of like people who say like racist shit when they're like 18. 1920 and then 20 years later they're now this big youtuber twitch whatever and the people find these tweets it's just like damn should they lose everything because of it i do have a hot take on this all right i'm listening go ahead all right so 
as fucked up as it is, the world was a different place ten years ago, mm-hmm. and things that people said and did back then are if, if you just think about media in general yeah, sure. things that worked 10 years ago if you did them now would end your career you're you're like, absolutely right i agree 100 i th- i think we've talked about this before like with the tropic thunder thing like you know the black face yeah. thing and the, oh like, yeah that would not apparently today robert Downey jr still gets hate about that shit and so does surprisingly uh ben stiller for playing that he had like a joke character in that movie where yeah. he was like retarded. So oh, yeah. I I agree with Richie on this, but I, I would go a little further, I think. Because I have two points on this that I you know, I've thought about this a lot. I mean yeah, like I, I I think it has a lot of repercussions that are really existential. Um first, practically, um like you said, if you hold anyone to what they said ten years ago, five years ago, that it, it it's untenable because human beings are hypocrites, so it's not going to... And what I think it boils down to, unless it's something like, you know, that's that's fomenting insurrection, or it's it can be linked directly to violence and to harm to others. You know, that's, that's a different tale. You can't lump them together. They're not the same thing. But if someone says the n-word 10 years ago and meant it not as a joke not as it meant it in a in a, a true sense of hatred yeah. toward black people um that in no way should mean that they lose their work because what i think it boils down to is if we say it it does if we say that you know they're almost you know because the way it is today you get basically burnt at stake over it yeah it's it is well, this is our version, and it is there's. I don't care what anyone says; it is not as bad. This is if if people on Twitter could truly burn people at the stake for some of their past, they absolutely would do that. This is our version of heresy, in in this time. So, and what that boils down to, if it's our version of heresy for that, it boils down to a thought crime. And that is, there is no way on earth anyone of, of common sense can uh, defend a thought crime. Or uh, like, oh, you, you know, ten years ago you had different opinions that are not in vogue with, you know, the morality of today. And that brings into what I think is the second point, which is, uh, I think we go down a very, very prickly and uh, ruinous path to make morality judgments like that yeah, uh, because because what we're doing is saying it's, it's again it comes to the heresy thing what we're doing is saying we have everything figured out right now where we're at in human history and we can pass judgment on people even if they said it 10 years ago like uh, uh, what's his name Kevin Hart like on the, the, oh. the homosexual thing like I, I think he's he is not funny in any way. I think he's annoying a comedian. I'm sure he's a good guy. Uh, but in no way should that have disqualified him from hosting the Oscars. I mean, my God! Is and what I hate is that when we when you get into this morality morass, and it's 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 heretical to be that way almost. Everything you lose your sense of proportion, and anything that's questionable is heresy by definition. So him saying something like that, oh, he's as bad as any homophobe there has ever been. <laughs> and he should he should be disqualified from doing anything. And anything he's done 
or do in the future should be stained by that. Like uh, another one, and this is a bit more of a hot take, I would say. Uh, the governor of Virginia, who no one, he's just kind of faded away into the background now, but who had the black face <laughs> in like in, in when he was in college. You know, like uh, that. Or like, yeah, that's offensive. But you know, okay, it is not. He is obviously uh, like you can look through like his voting records and his act, the actual substance of his career. Okay, he's not a Klan member. He's not fucking George Wallace. So like the idea of like oh he should be just completely destroyed for that political yeah it was a stupid move and he probably should have if anything if I was an advisor of his I would have said from the beginning uh, you need to get ahead of this and basically come out and said I was an idiot when I was younger who hasn't made mistakes I ask for your forgiveness and a lot of the Christians in this country go oh what a good man he's you know he's humbling himself but the idea well he since he didn't do that that's his own mistake however the other side of that is you know it's what I hate is that it's, and then we get into like the culture of perpetual offense of being offended. Um, is that, you know, it's it's somehow it's, the fact that he was wearing blackface uh, was is as bad as any racist thing has ever been. It's as bad as lynching. Like I, I when it was happening, I read this article on MSNBC that was just made my blood boil because it was it was perpetuating this basically a, a a thought crime is what it comes down to is you had an a an and and if we think that way there is there will be no one on earth who has not been you know lambasted because I you know this is what uh they people don't take into account when you think this way is that. You, you somehow think that humanity isn't, you know, hypocritical. And, you know, like I, I could have my career ruined with, you know, jokes I've made. Or I think everybody any, can. Yeah, oh, that, that, I would be taken that, to the woodshed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking point. Like, it's not held. Like, I, you know, I've made like, uh, like jokes in like in a racist way, but it, it's made like it's, it's in jest of making fun of the way actual racist thing. Does that make me as bad as Adolf Eichmann? No. <laughs> and should I be yeah. lambasted for that and burnt to the stake? What really angers me about our time the most is that we're so advanced and so, uh, we think uh, technologically we're so advanced and uh, uh, the Western world is at, is at the greatest extent its democracy has ever been at. And yet... We are still as divided as the fucking Reformation, and we like, and we fucking literally anything on Twitter. Like, you go hear celebrities or comedians talk about it. Comedians who go to schools and are, you know, can't say any, can't make any jokes because, by the way, thinking this way destroys humor. You can't have humor if you can't be irreverent. Yeah. And like, and the moment you say anything, uh, you know, our version of the Protestants on one side will say that's heresy, and the Catholics on the other side will say that's heresy, and you get my bastards from both. And it's it's our new version of religion. It's just as bad. Like like I said, the people just can't. You know, murder is is different these days. You can't just burn people for doing it. But they go as far as they possibly can, which is to destroy careers and to be lambasted on Twitter. Now, like. There are obviously people who have taken it too far. Now, obviously, like it, you know, like for instance, like Brett Kavanaugh. You can make it, you know, like someone could make the counterpoint at me, like, well, a lot of what he did was in college, like, yeah, 
but he was also being asked, uh, being confirmed for the Supreme Court. So yeah. the fact that it came for, and it was during college, and it was, and there, there were, I think, another. There was another accuser, which perpetuates the idea that it, it had continued. And like you could say, well, what, that's the same thing as the governor. Like, yeah, but the thing is, is he has a record that shows that that was just stupid, young stupidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just being an idiot, not I trying mean, it, to be racist. It's, it's the exact same. It, it, what it comes down to, I think, is like, like I said, the thought crime thing. But it comes down to people. If you're not willing to compromise and to understand that that is what it's about, like humanity is just about making compromises with your own personality and character and neuroses and things that, you know, your own hypocrite hypocrisy, then what's the fucking point of living? Because, you know, like that LBJ movie we watched, Kevin, like if you arrest every pastor who fucks his choir, you're not gonna have anyone in politics or the pulpit. Uh, like it's, it, it's just human nature. And the idea that we can just, just forget it, it doesn't, it, it leads to nothing but consternation like it is today. I think that and we you just... Won't, you won't have anyone of substance anymore. Yeah, I think that people just remember that, like... I just think people are stupid, and a lot of racist people are also just stupid. And they don't really, like... Don't get me wrong, there's definitely people who believe these things, like, wholeheartedly and hold intelligent positions. But I feel like a lot of these people just don't know any better. A lot of it these people are just, like... Oh, my, for example, like, uh, Ren, Ren even, Ren told me that her, her father or her, uh, stepfather or whatever basically just said to her that, you know, he was just taught to be scared of black people and stuff like that. So a lot of, like, a lot of it is like fear for some of these people where he's just like, Mm -hmm. he, he's just, he just doesn't know because someone told him, Hey, you need to be scared of these black people because they're this, they're that, they're this. And I feel like, you know, as some people get older, you know, um, they get older, they get around more, um, diverse people and they learn and they grow. You know what I mean? So if someone does say some racist shit in high school or whatever the fuck, and uh now they're running for senate or something like that like i feel like it's not it's not fair to just be like oh you definitely still believe these things that you believed when you were 16 as a 40 year old (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah the problem well the thing about it is uh is obviously racism is one of the great evils of our modern society Mm -hmm. And by modern society, I mean like the past 300 years in this country. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, and to us, it's like especially sensitive because, I mean, racism has essentially been the thing that we have been trying to overcome since we became a nation. Yeah. It's like an identity we've been trying to distance ourselves from. And I think we get caught up in, uh, <laughs> Like trying to cleanse ourselves of it so much that we like, we kind of like overblow it in our heads. Like obviously racism is really awful and it's evil, but uh, it's not murder basically. Yeah, and it's not, like the whole the whole thing about where the whole thing about it is. Uh, let's just say you know, two years ago. I was a diehard, conser- like, alt-right conservative, and, you know, 
if Jazz had approached me on the street, oh, he would have got a piece of my mind, basically. <laughs> like, I was awful. But, two year, but, you know, since then I became educated, have like a, had like a relation, and now I'm basically the way that I am today. It's like, should I be, you know, quote unquote, held accountable for my past self? No. <laughs> because, I mean, like, because racism is a thing where you should judge it, like, for unless you have done harm to somebody it, through your racism, like for, you know, if you yeah, of course if you if actually you lynched somebody, if you, you know, if you <laughs> lynched somebody, and then you were like, oh well, I'm not, yeah, nah, I'll fuck you, bro, somebody. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like unless you did something like that, racism should be judged as like a what are what do you currently believe sort of thing. <laughs> I definitely agree with Kev there. It's like yeah. They didn't like hurt someone physically, and they just said like exactly. a bad word, racist word per se. And they like shown remorse that like they're yeah. trying to change, they're working towards then, like opening that's their what mind. I mean. it, it boils down to yeah. a thought crime. Like, oh, you yeah. you were this way then. Yeah. Like, oh, and well, then uh, the the whole Tropic Thunder thing with uh, the blackface and you know Ben Stiller pretending to be uh, have Down syndrome, which pissed a lot of people off, is. The absurdity of getting mad at that is, uh, they leave out the context of in the movie they're in, the point of those, of those two actions is to satirize how dumb it is. It's like, he's, like, the joke is he's in blackface and it is really dumb and really racist and a bad casting decision. It's like, it's satirizing a movie making a mistake like that. It's not actually a movie making a mistake like that. And people who are hardcore that way, that's what I'm saying, they don't get humor. Like, you can't have, you cannot be, like, have dark humor, like, in, like, in, or that way, uh, and satirical humor, and be that fanatical and hardline, like, uh, exactly. Social- it just doesn't work. You can't be both. Yeah, and this is something I think about a lot, uh, where, I don't know what it is with, with our like current like uh, so at least social media based society where it, it seems like see for example uh, you'll get what I'm trying to say through this a few of us I haven't kept track but a few of us have said like well you know this is going to be a hot take but and then we'll say you know what we've been saying which is totally reasonable it's like the fact that in, the, the fact that in our minds it's even a hot take is because it's not a hot take. The vast, vast majority of people agree with us. <laughs> that, that is like, a very salient point. Like, I feel like, uh, and, and that's what like I mean we were, when I say it's like existential because it's working into everyone's uh, consciousness. It's what it's what we were saying earlier, where we were like Carson. You know, I, I think what he did was really dumb, and you know, it, it borders on like kind of immoral. But in the end, the fact is, if he wanted to just completely ign- just make one of like a five-minute video, say, "Yeah, I fucked up, my bad," and not even be sincere about it, and then start making <laughs> videos and stuff again, his support would basically be about the same as it was. Because there's sort of like a silent majority thing about stuff like this. And I think a part of the problem is, you know, people who say stuff like we do, but like for a career and like all the time, 
it, uh, kind of unknowingly perpetrated this like view that you like if you do something wrong it's like you need to be afraid because the only outcome for you is to be destroyed when <laughs> actually that kind of isn't true at all <laughs> I I that's really that's a really good point too and I think I'll take it further which is uh... oh god what was I going to say um Damn, he really idea, thought about idea. it very clearly. <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, that's a hot take. Now, like you were saying, the silent majority, uh, it's like the common, of, the common decency of the majority. I, it makes me think that the fanatics, and I'm all grouping them together on like the Twitter fanatics who will go after people on this and ruin careers and lives over it. And you know, and they do it in the name of like it's always against someone who's racist or something like that, or who's it's almost always some racist thing. Sometimes it's homophobic, uh, but I would say I would make the good. It, I think it's a fair statement to say it's about eighty percent racist thing. So I'll group them as that when it's a, a, and it going after them for being intolerant. But like, and it's it's lapped around by a lot of you know crypto right wing philosophers, I guess you could say, like fucking Ben Shapiro. And I don't want to use the cliche, but in a way they've stumbled in, like a wrong clock can be right twice a day, they've kind of stumbled into something, but they just said it wrong. Which is like, in their own way they're being intolerant. They're in, they are intolerant. They really don't want tolerance. It's like a, a party line that they kind of want. And, you know, they, I, I don't agree like it's necessarily that. What I do think is they so they uh, they are not conscious of the fact that by by attacking these people what they and bringing it to the forefront they they don't b- truly believe that the gr- vast majority of people in the 21st century wouldn't on on balance if it's so bad would not think that, oh, of course that's racist. Like that's a terrible thing to say. And he still thinks that. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say because they're a, I, they because and I want to think that in the back of their minds, if they were truly pressed on it, they would think or realize that if you know if you brought in a thousand people and asked them like what like this like you were saying like this guy said something racist when he was twenty years it was uh, when he was twenty years. Ago. Old, he's now 58 and running for political office. He hasn't done anything like that since. He has a clear voting record. It may not be, you know, necessarily uh, uh, on like where you think it should be, uh, personally on social issues. But he's obviously one of the club, as it were. You know, part of the social contract of, you know, he can have different views, but he's not, you know, a fucking Nazi. He's not outside. He's not ostracized to that we can all agree they shouldn't be part of us. So he said that 20 years ago, and he's he's shown that he's not that. And I feel like fanatics on Twitter who would find that, and, you know, a video emerges or something, and it's on the news networks, and they share blame for perpetuating this in their own. Like, it emerges, and his career is silenced over it. I feel like that if, if you asked a 1,000 people, 990 two of them would say like oh well he's not he's not a racist now but the fanatics on twitter and this is the this is fanatics through all the ages 
they, 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 it's almost like they pretend that they're doing a service for people. But what they, they don't realize they're actually saying is, we don't believe in people's common sense and decency. We don't think that on balance, most people would see that he is not a racist now. So we have to say that he is a racist. And in their own way, it's like any it's like any regime in history is saying like, oh well, I'll we'll say what the people will think because the people don't know. We need to tell them that. And then it's like it's like a lot of the like I was saying, a lot of the reform uh, like religious reformers in the Reformation, like here's what it actually is. You don't know. You can't figure it out on your own. Here's what it is. <laughs> and I, I I think that every time I see someone lambasting for someone like some race smart like I brought it up like back in the summer when it happens and I was reading about it the other day but one of my favorite historians ever who's influenced how I think of particularly British history but history in general uh, his name's David Starkey made just absolutely shitty remarks and more than shitty they're stupid like he he wouldn't have made it in any other case like but he said something to the effects of there wouldn't be so many damn blacks if if, if uh, slavery was um, more su- was successful as a genocide, which is what, what they were arguing about. And like, do I think he is a virulent racist on the level of George Wallace pre-wheelchair year? No. <laughs> like, and like, that's obviously reprehensible comments. Like, and he probably he obviously has some prejudice because it's it's it came to the forefront. When I first saw it, I didn't, I, you know, I leapt in my own mind to his defense, like, oh, he's not a racist, he doesn't think that. Uh, but you know, I've since thought, like, well, everyone has some prejudice, and if you press people sometimes a lot, it'll come, it'll boil over, and I think it did then. But he has lost everything. Like, he has no more positions. All of his books and his works have just been expunged. His documentaries are not like, are like, and... This is the hypocrisy of it. Like, like there's this like pod or uh, uh, Zoom session I I was watching like a week ago. That's like history nerd stuff, and I won't go into it. But they fucking use part of his documentary to like forward it, and it was a documentary like 20 years ago, and it's still really well presented. And they use it to forward it, and I found out like a week later that the guy who owns the channel is named Dan Snow. Is like he still used that video clip, but he won't allow that documentary to be to be on their channel because David Starkey had made like a, a racist comment. But we'll still use it, and somehow like that somehow we figured out morality and there's no more hypocrisy and we're going after it wherever we see it. But ah, but not when we need it. And it it just to me it makes it like and I'm sure everyone here we're all reasonable people. It makes absolutely no logical sense. It, like any fanaticism. I feel like uh, it's kind of a byproduct of something that's unique to the internet era, where it is the ability of uh, like a very vocal minority to monopolize a yep. discussion online. Because, because uh, the thing about a silent majority is uh, they're quite silent. silent. And you never hear them. <laughs> and so... I mean, for example, take like uh, the movie Star Wars: uh, The Last Jedi, which you would you would think it's like, oh, people fucking hate this movie. Oh, it, 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 this must be the worst movie ever made. And then you look at Rotten Tomatoes scores; it's like ninety-five percent. The same and with uh, Last of Us. And it, it, yeah, and so it's like, uh, 
they will get, people's immediate reaction is like, oh, well, clearly it is the corporate overlords just trying to push this agenda. And it's like, no. What it actually is is people really just don't agree, just don't agree with the people who have made so much noise. <laughs> I think it's, I think what you're like, I, I agree with the point. It's, it's, they're silent. And it's why I think in about 50 years, most uh, Western countries are like I can already feel, especially in Europe, and we're getting there too. They're going to have a like they're going to have governmental departments for social media because oh, yeah. it's going. It, it's like it's like the printing press. It's why the Reformation like that. That's such a great analogy because it's the only one that's comparable. Is that you like? Oh, it's great. Everyone can like have access to reading now. Like, yeah, but now and yeah. And now everyone can have access to reading, and all sorts of shit can be just valleyed across the continent. <laughs> and now it, it is exponentially bigger. <laughs> like, and it's in, and it, it's it's made even worse because Europe was, you know, religiously homogenous and culturally it wasn't homogenous then. But it, it, most of the cultures, even though they fought each other, they kind of understood how each other worked. But now I, it's so exponentially bigger and overblown is the fact that you know you can have contact with someone in Saudi Arabia who are the exact opposite to your culture. They are you can't even you can find some things that are similar. Like it's you're you know you're both humans and shit. Uh, but and, <laughs> very and, and, similar. And like and but it doesn't go much farther than that. Their idea of what a nation is. And the conflict that's going on right now that will be resolved over the course of like the next two centuries, one way or another. I hope it's not as bloody as the Reformation, but like it is the the collision of cultures and cultural things, and more than cultures, it's the collision of other peoples in the world's historical definitions of themselves. Because if you think about it, every country in the world has their own story for how they're there. Yeah. And and how their culture is there in their society, and how everyone, most of them think, we're, we're sort of on the same line. And Facebook and the internet now give them the outlet to confront other ones. And it, you can find it like if you like, like Kevin and I talk about these things like a lot. We watch like a lot of uh, military history like channels over battles. There's this one channel called History Marsh that is dominated by Muslim viewers. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, you know, that's fine. Sometimes I like some of their, uh, like, Arabian history stuff because it's not as done. But, like, you can go through the comment section and you'll see, like, people from fucking Italy arguing with people from Syria. And they're never going to agree. They, these, this is like different planets in Star Wars is how diverse we are. And, like, the idea that this, and, and it flows, I think, from this, this absolutely moronic idea that there is this overarching sense of liberty and freedom that everyone in the world, given their chance, would agree on. And they just don't. <laughs> like, and that, I think that adds to, like, the racist thing. Like, everyone in the world, like, agrees, like, racism is bad. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> they Not don't. really, no. <laughs> Um, yeah. and like even like and like racism like the racism that we don't even like we can't even comprehend because it's not it's again not to do with our culture the Chinese hate the Uyghurs and they hate Tibet and that goes back thousands of years 
for reasons we will origin, never know. To origins like, we cannot comprehend. It's like a Serbian blood feud. It's <laughs> we. It, it's probably over something like you know this lord stole this stole this lord's lamb that had one too many sheep on it, and like that caused rifts that went down the centuries. Yeah, be like that. Yeah. Long story short, uh, <laughs> I feel like this whole problem could be like nipped in the bud uh, if like governments and like like basically big apparatuses like companies and schools and stuff would just realize that <laughs> internet noise does not translate to how people feel in real life <laughs> to how people actually feel it's like it's like when, when dealing with fanatics that try to cancel everybody it's like just ignore them <laughs> like I mean, that, I, I, I know that's such a, I know that's such like a, a forehead sort of like uh, solution, but it's true. Like, just ignore them. And I, I, I think that will come about. Like, it's just it's like a law of economics thing. Like, it, it just will naturally come about after because I can like I can sense it from like Facebook is how they're dealing with because there's backlash to a lot of this in Europe, and like a, and the European Union has been taking legal action to stop Facebook. Uh, to ban certain things from Facebook that perpetuate uh, like one side or the other cancel culture from maybe the right or the left and Facebook has like said like well we don't have to comply like well to do business here you do and again maybe it comes back to like what we were saying way long ago years ago now about like the college thing like if we just like call their bluff like and just say like well you're not the ones in control <laughs> like it's not your, your, your social media and yes you have a lot of public opinion but we have all their money from taxes it's like, and in reality they don't even really have the public opinion it's like because the public does not share the opinion <sighs> well anything you wanted to add Jazz Because I, I feel like we have talked this shit to death. Do you think, I'm, I think if I just say the, the, the word hard R right now, I think I can get canceled. Let's just go ahead and with the... <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much, we we may do with the three topics I had written for this. So. <laughs> I told you we could. <laughs> Alright, well then, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a podcast, I guess. Yeah. You need to edit a fucking intro and put it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get Sean to sing us something. Ooh, yeah. Maybe I can get Sean to sing. Maybe you we'll can get sing. Ample for that. Richie, you haven't talked in about three hours. Anything you wanted to say in closing? Yeah, yeah. Anything that you want to? All promote? groovy. <laughs> I agree. All right. Hey, do you guys want to? Any closing remarks? Anything you want to promote? Got an OnlyFans like TV, yeah, Stuart. Oh, thanks, man. Friend me on my anime list. Follow my, my account's boy, called Sean's Richmont. SoundCloud. <laughs> Is that real? Is that like a real thing? Yeah, I made one two days ago. Deal! <laughs> Add me on League of Legends. <laughs> Good news, Jim. Add me. Alright. <laughs>